Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. Give it up to the Lord for our convener. God bless you, sir. Well, father to me in the ministry. Yesterday before I came, he released a blessing over my life. So some of the things you are seeing is because fathers are behind. And I want us to specially acknowledge and appreciate and honor the father of this house. The one and only. Give it up to the Lord Bishop Ken. Kisibanfu. Humble man of God. Clap your hands for Jesus. God bless you, Bishop Ken. Today, I want you to know that I love you so much. Yeah. And uh, right from when we were being trained, finally, to be consecrated, he's my colleague. We, we spent quality times together. And uh, that was when, like David and Jonathan, we had a bond. And I believe that this is just the beginning of many great things we are going to see. So once again, God bless you. And I want to salute all the reverend ministers and the pastors. Let's clap for our pastors who are supporting this great work. Hallelujah. And uh, I came with quite a number of my people. Just give us a wave. All right, God bless you. Hallelujah. How many are ready for something wonderful tonight? So I can promise you today is going to be better than yesterday. So wherever you are, lift up your hands to the Lord. There's a song in my spirit. I want us to sing it. Amazing love. How can it be that Sing it to Jesus. Thank 
tonight is your night. Bless us. Let us love you more. Fill us. Envelope us. Encapsulate us. Possess us. Just like you possess Gideon. Possess us, Lord. Let us leave this place loving you than ever before. Use me as a vessel in the name of Jesus. And God's people, please say amen. Is it okay to clap for Jesus? God bless you. Please take your seat. I enjoyed all the ministrations, powerful ministrations by the choirs. I want us to clap for the choirs once again. Hallelujah. Yesterday I said that clapping is very important in this service. And I also said, Amen is very important in this service. And I also said, A shout is very important in this service. RPK. Amen. Yeah. Tonight, God is going to bless somebody. Well, quickly, let me just mention again this book will change your life. Before Prophet could forward it, he had to go through and he accepted that this is a book that will change lives. So if you've not got a copy, please try and get one. Prophet and his children who write books, we are not there for money at all. This is just for what it is for. We just pray that it will be a blessing. So get a copy, 25 Ghana CDs. And uh, I believe God will bless you. You can buy one for somebody. Uh, a lot of things. Somebody's a lot of things. Uh, well, so let's go on to today's word. I am ready. So, tonight we want to continue with labor to be blessed, but today we want to look at labor to labor to be blessed in terms of the Holy Spirit. It's in the book. Those who have the book. So, I'll call it labor for the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of us don't know the Holy Spirit. When Jesus came into this world, Bible says that for 30 years, Jesus was a carpenter. Until at the age of 30, it dawned on him that what God had called him, man of God, good to see you, what God had called him to do was time. It was time for him to just go on. So in Luke chapter 3, Bible says that he went to John the Baptist. For John the Baptist to baptize him. Look at it. In Luke chapter 3, verse 20. Bible says that Luke 3, 20. Which was 20, 20. 20. 20. 20. Sorry, 20. Added yet this above all that he shut up John in prison. Verse 21. Now when all the people were baptized, it came 
to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying. Somebody say and praying. Ah, somebody say and praying. Is it so? You can be doing a lot of things and praying at the same time. Have I started preaching? Can be driving. When I say something, then you say I'm praying. You can be driving. You can be cooking. You can be learning. You can be beautifying your face. You can be in the saloon. You can be sweeping. You can be having sex with your wife. Oh, you not say that one. Bishop Ken, your church is somewhere far. I don't know why that one you stood up. Okay, I'll say that one. I say you can be having sex with your spouse and praying. You can be preaching. You can be going to the American embassy for a visa. You can be writing your exam and you're forgotten. And praying. Don't joke with tonight's message. We need to learn from the best humanity on earth. And that's Jesus. Bible says that as he was being baptized and praying... Why was he praying? That's what I want to talk to you about. Who did you consecrate? You did you consecrate him? The praying. Hey, what to say? What to say? I'm praying because if you are praying, there are some things you will not do. was open. And what happened? Look at it. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like the Holy Ghost was not a dove but he descended like a dove. Then he descended gently upon Jesus who was being baptized and praying. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. This was, look at it, next verse. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age. Being as was supposed the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. From that time, 30 years, Jesus now began with the Holy Spirit. Look at chapter 4 verse 1. I am establishing something tonight. I tell you tonight something is going to happen to you. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. May you be full of the Holy Ghost tonight. I said may you be full of the Holy Ghost tonight. I said may you be full of the Holy Ghost tonight. I am saying receive the Holy Ghost and be full of the Holy Ghost. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from where he was baptized, that is Jordan. 
and was led by this same Holy Ghost into the wilderness. Verse 2. And 2, 2, 2. And who is the guy who is controlling it? So I can't be talking to him. <laughs> He's up. Uh, you're closer to heaven. Are you lucky? Being 40 days tempted of the devil, Reverend Kent. And in those days he did eat nothing and when they were ended, he afterward hungered. So Holy Ghost was with him. Full of the Holy Ghost. When you're full of the Holy Ghost, it doesn't mean you have challenges. And the Holy Ghost said, Charlie, now that I'm full on you, let's do something. And then he took him somewhere. For 40 days, 40 nights, Jesus was fasting and praying. The Bible says that when he was done with the fasting and prayer, he was hungry. His flesh was responding. And that foul spirit, Satan, the devil, who is against you and me, and always wanting to frustrate us, make our lives terrible, just said, ah, I have got an opportunity to disturb this son of God. And he tried to tempt him. One, two, three. And Jesus overcame them all. Bible says that, and he left him for a season. And then, when he left him for a season, in verse 14, Bible says that, and Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you continue, verse 22, verse 31 and 32, Jesus was now walking in the power and it was manifested in his talkings and in his teachings. What am I telling you? Jesus was teaching you and I the importance of we depending on the Holy Spirit. As a blessing Labor not to be rich Brother, sister The Holy Ghost I think most of us we don't know him But tonight That's why the presence is a little bit different God wants me to teach you Or talk to you Or remind you Of who the Holy Spirit is And how you must labor For the Holy Spirit Jesus for 30 years Could not do anything Because he had to wait for the Holy Spirit to come and for the three and a half years that he had, he was able to accomplish more because now the Holy Spirit was there. He was laboring for the Holy Spirit. When you say labor for the Holy Spirit, how do you do that? You pray for the Holy Spirit. You keep watching for the Holy Spirit. You create an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit. You do things that the Holy Spirit does not like. And that is how the Holy Spirit is always full on you. Most of us, we are Christians, but we don't really... Allow the Holy Spirit enough. So the Bible says that when Jesus was about leaving this earth, he told the disciples, Charlie, I'm going. But you guys, eh, you got to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon you in a powerful way. So the Bible says that the disciples decided to go and wait, just as Jesus had told them to. And they were waiting in the upper room. I was privileged to go and see the upper room in Israel 11 years ago. It's a wooden structure, which it still is. Yeah, it has a compound and then the structure you have to climb the stairs and go up. It's just a wooden structure with some planks. It can take about 120 people. Not on chairs, but on floor. And they were there waiting, waiting for the Holy Ghost. Praying, watching. Somebody say, watch and pray. 
I say it like you know something about it happens. Say, watch and pray. I am sorry. I feel like doing something. I'm sorry. Sometimes when the camera is on, you feel like, you know, when the heat is becoming hotter, then shoo, shen, hiding. Okay, please forgive me. Is it okay to flow? I'm sorry. Thank you. So they were praying, watching and praying. And then on the 50th day, which happened to be what we call the Pentecost, the Holy Ghost said, I'm ready to come. The Bible said the Holy Ghost descended in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Look at it. Look at it. Acts 2, 1. Can you be a little bit faster, brother? And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Uh Uh-huh. And suddenly, somebody says suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And then the evidence of that was they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Please sit down, let me talk to you. You know, Today I'm going to give you Actually I'm going to lead you to pray But I'll give you some points That you must go and meditate on Alright In the amplified version of John chapter 15 verse 26 If you have an amplified Let's see what, what it's saying You see The Holy Spirit Is One person that I can say Is the best gift that God has given you Yes. The best gift. I love that. It says what? Look at it. But when the helper, so the Holy Spirit is called the helper. Somebody say the helper. helper. We all need help. These these descriptions of the Holy Spirit actually shows you everything that the Holy Spirit can be to you. He said that He is the helper. So he's there to help us. Sometimes he's there to help you even to pray. Paul said, because of our infirmity, the Holy Spirit helped us in our infirmity. In Romans 8.26, that with groanings we are able to utter things that we don't even know of. That's the Holy Spirit helping you in your infirmity. And Bible says, not only the helper, not only the helper, but he's also the comforter. Thank God when we're coming, she heard of a bad news. And she has been crying in the car as she was singing. People people have been blessed, but you, you don't know what she's going through. But it is only the Holy Ghost who can comfort you to be able to just come and even stand and minister. Some of you, I don't know what you're going through, but the Holy Spirit who can come, a brother cannot comfort you. Your husband cannot comfort you. A lady cannot comfort you. Your boss cannot comfort you. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, depend on the Holy Spirit. So when he says that, look, yesterday I read Proverbs 23 verse 4. He said that labor not to be rich. It's not only riches, but labor not for things that can be seen. 
But labor for what cannot be seen. Labor for blessing. Labor for the blessing of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit is in control, a lot of things are overcome. Including comfort. My father died when I was 15 years old. I was very angry with God. I don't know if you have experienced that before. I was angry. I look at God and I said, You. I grew up in a good home. But when I got when my father died, I decided to become I was so angry and I rebelled against God. For the first time I said I would smoke. I don't know where to buy cigarettes, so I went to look for cigarettes. I look at it and say, Hey, Chris, what are you doing? Yeah. And I put them. I didn't smoke all the box. I just put one. Well, no crowd here crying affair. It was not working. And then I just threw it away. And I said, I didn't know if I could get we, I would have tried it because I wanted to do something about paying God. But I didn't. So I went to cut cane, cane, cane. I cut it and I, I put it in. And then I just wanted to feel. I do. I thought it would go up. It was not going up. I got angry. It was not working. And I went to buy. I said, Where do they sell alcohol? And then students who were bad, some of them said, But you were a Christian brother because I was in scripture union. What the way they told I don't want to go. I want to go and see something. So they took me to some place to be. I went to Winneba Secondary School. Some corner be somewhere. Why are you laughing? And I went to buy, they said, tot. So I said, give me one. They gave me a drink. I said, oh, I can't feel anything. I took number two. I took number three. I took number four. I took number five. I took number six. I took number seven. And I said, I can't, I can't feel anything. And everybody was looking at me. And the woman said, she won't give it to me again. So, I said, okay, if you give me, just take yourself. When I started going one, two, three, four, then I realized that the whole world was changing. I didn't know. The world began to move. And I said, God. I started calling God. I said, God. And I started seeing, so I started screaming. And then a friend of mine looked at me and said, Chris, what have you done? They slapped me. Hey! <laughs> I'm not joking. He slapped, when he slapped me, I started seeing the world in a nice way. <laughs> everything became normal. Hey! I started seeing everything as normal. And my friend said, You are misbehaving. And I said, I'm not happy with God. Satan is there to make us sometimes do the weird things as a kind of rebelling and revenging against something that you think that God is the one who has done it. But that's why God sends the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in as a blessing that if you labor for Him, He's there to comfort you. There are some experiences it's only the Holy Ghost who can comfort you. Later when I came to myself, I realized that the Holy Ghost was the one I needed to comfort me in my situation. It is not God who has taken my father away. God rather loves me and he wants to comfort me. Not only that, he says that he's your advocate. Advocate means that he's a lawyer and a judge. 
There are times that you go through things that you want to explain, but nobody seems to understand. But the Holy Ghost comes in as your judge, and He comes to judge the situation for you. Sometimes when you are sleeping, sometimes when you are sleeping, what you don't know is that as I watch you crawl, in the realms of the spirits, there is some court issue ongoing. Satan is bringing up issues. Say, God, have you seen that brother lying there? Who is just sleeping? Remember, three months ago, at his workplace, he did this, he did that. Not only that, when he came to this issue with his wife, there was this issue that he was blaming the wife, but he was wrong. Not only that, in church, he lied to the pastor that he has been praying for three hours. Not only that, <laughs> I mean, the, the thing, and as you are, you are sleeping. And I'm telling you, and the judgment is that God should allow the devil to discipline you whilst you are asleep. So that when you wake up, then the Holy Ghost says, no. Then the Holy Ghost comes in. If you have prayed for him, if you have not prayed, then the judgment will work against you. If you had prayed for him and he's full over you, then the Holy Ghost steps in as your advocate. You are sleeping, but he begins to talk about issues on your behalf. By the time you realize you are dreaming and you are dreaming and seeing somebody was trying to attack you and the Lord saved you, sometimes you don't understand, but it's actually connected to the Holy Ghost stepping in to help you and to advocate for you. Yeah! Not only as an advocate, he's an intercessor. He speaks on your behalf. He stands in the gap. An intercessor is somebody who steps in the gap to change the course of events by doing something. So he's able to change the course of events. And he usually does that after he advocated for you. Can I have your louder amen? And he's your counselor. A counselor is someone who gives you knowledge, gives you wisdom, and gives you understanding. He's our counselor. Sometimes we don't know what to do. But the Holy Ghost, if you pray for him, he comes in. That's why you must labor for the Holy Ghost. Most of us are not laboring for the Holy Ghost. We are laboring for other things. We must labor for the Holy Ghost. I'm going to show you from scriptures what when you labor for the Holy Ghost, what happened for you. In these last days, honestly, there's so much evil that is coming. I don't, I'm not a prophet of doom. But there's so much evil. That if you don't wake up and increase your prayer for the Holy Ghost, you may not survive. I may not survive. Bible says that he's the strengthener. Strengthener means that he comes to strengthen you. You see, Apostle Paul said, as led by the Holy Spirit, he said that, when you're, when you're, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. Huh? My strength is made perfect in your weakness. When your weakness is showing and you have prayed for the Holy Spirit, it's almost like he comes to strengthen so the weakness is not seen. As you are sitting here, you can't see our weaknesses. Sometimes because prayer has covered it, the Holy Ghost strengthens. But you have not prayed, the weakness will begin to show. May the Holy Spirit strengthen you. How many believe that the Holy Spirit is somebody we must really look, fall in love, 
if there's anything that you have to remember tonight, I'm here to encourage you that, look, labor for the Holy Spirit. Fall in love with Him. Our prophet, eh? Our prophet, one of his secrets is, he's a lover and a laborer for the Holy Spirit. That's why the ministry is advancing. He says, he prays, if he prays, let's say, 100%, about 95% is Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I am not that young. I have, and I've been in Christ for some time. I've seen in life that, Charlie, the Holy Spirit, he's my best friend. He's the person I need more. Especially when, as you are growing the Lord, and you can't see how things are going. Charlie, the Holy Ghost. Am I talking to somebody? Tonight, if I'm going to pray for you, I'm going to be praying that God should give you that desire to labor for the Holy Spirit. To labor for the Holy Spirit. To labor for the Holy Spirit. When you wake up at, at night and you feel like you, you don't feel like sleeping again, just begin to talk to Him and then invite Him. Holy Ghost! That's why I like singing. Because one of the things that brings the Holy Spirit. And not only that, he said that he's, he's our standby. So, he's the one who can stand by you. And then he'll whisper. Like as I'm talking, you may think I've rehearsed. I've not rehearsed. He's my standby. He's just working through me. As he says, then I say. As he says, then I say. As he says, then I say. He's, if only I have prayed. If I've not prayed, I'll come here and come and say nonsense. But if only I have prayed, he's my standby. Tell your neighbor that you have to pray for the Holy Spirit, brother. You have to pray for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in Luke chapter 21 verse 36 Let's verse start from 34 Luke 21 34 Look at it Jesus said King James Luke 21 34 Something Is moving See his glory. Can you feel it? Something's changing. See his glory. Just like heaven on earth. Something's moving. Something's changing. See his glory. Just like heaven. Allow me to finish tonight And take heed to yourselves Lest at any time Your hearts Be overcharged With suffering And drunkenness And cares of this life And so that day Come upon you unawares Jesus was describing what is going to happen in these last days. And then look at the next verse, verse 35. 
For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Now he says something in verse 36. He says that, Watch ye therefore and pray always. Can I have an amen? Say after me, I will watch and pray. You know, today I want to submit to you that laboring for the Holy Spirit is equal to watching and praying. But when you now on a Watching and praying is laboring for the Holy Spirit. And this is what Jesus did. Jesus was about to leave and he said that, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye, take note of this phrase, that ye or you may be accounted worthy. For some time now, that is what the Lord has been telling me almost one year now. Chris, many people are not accounted worthy. They are not accounted worthy. They are not accounted worthy. He said that when you watch and pray, you will be accounted worthy to escape. That means that when you don't watch and pray, you will not be accounted worthy to escape evil. So a lot of evil that happens to us is because we have not labored in the Holy Spirit and we have not watched and prayed enough. So we were not accounted worthy to escape. So the one controlling the projector, the screen, we are going to write these points down. We are going to use it to pray. Number one, each of them will start accounted worthy. Huh? Number one, accounted worthy to escape. As you pray for the Holy Spirit, you'll be accounted worthy to escape. Can I have an amen? amen. How many want to escape some demonic powers that are coming? Some accidents that are being planned against you. Some witches, some of the witches, they come in the form of insects in your room. Sometimes they come as something that your mind will not even go on and say, this is an evil spirit. I tell you, sometimes they come even as, look, I, I have seen a lot of strange things. Sometimes they even come as, somebody can look at you. Oh, there's this true story of, um, a young lady, I think she was about 15, 16, 17, thereabouts. And then she was going from somewhere in Accra towards the Somanya area. Those who know Somanya, Krobo area. And then she sat in a trotro. And she was wearing a dress that was showing her here, showing her stomach. A beautiful young lady. And then when she sat in the trotro, the conductor looked at her, looked at the, that part, the stomach area, and did, did her eyes like that. And the young lady thought that, oh, the gentleman likes me. And then the gentleman started asking of money. Yes, bring your money, yes. And when he got to the young lady, he said, oh, take the money. Also, 
girl. <laughs> and she said, Thank you. <laughs> Crossing it, thank you. <laughs> Not knowing there was an auntie, an elderly woman who was also in the trotro, a very powerful, prayerful, holy ghostic woman. And she was seeing everything in the spirit. Not knowing that she saw that the conductor had used his eyes to pull the lady's womb from this place that he was looking at. So he just so this he pulled the womb, and the woman saw it, but the girl didn't know anything. She didn't feel anything. So as the car was moving, then the woman looked at the mate. She said, "Mate, Famano, give it to her." And and the people in the bus were wondering what, and the, the, even the young girl said, "Madam, please what, Krasini, <laughs> please what, please what." And the mate also said, "Madam, what?" And he said, "I said, give it to her." And the driver said, what is going on at the back? And the maid said, I don't even know what she's saying. And then the woman said, if you don't give it to her, I will expose you. I'm talking about witches. I'm talking about wizards. I'm talking about the way they are operating in these last days. If you don't pray, you can be a young lady moving, but somebody has taken your husband. Somebody has taken your womb. Somebody has taken your future. Somebody has taken your life. You be like, just be there and shake your bombs. You think that it is my bombs that we marry? You think you're a nice brother, you're always dressed nicely, you come to church, you come to light our chapel and but you don't pray. You'll be shocked. So when the young man saw that the woman has seen, said the young lady said, Please, and then she was about to alight. And then the woman said, Mate, I said, give it to her. And when she saw, he saw that the woman has seen. He just looked at the young lady. The young lady was like, oh, what? And then he just looked at her. And the thing went back. The young girl just, she didn't know what was going on. Transaction was going on. If you are copying, you are copying for Jesus. A spiritual woman saved her. 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 Some of you, you are about to invest your money into something that will cost you. But if you pray for the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost says that watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape an evil, irrespective of the evil. Brothers and sisters, the Lord sent me here today to come and tell you labor for the Holy Ghost. Labor for the Holy Ghost. Let us labor for the Holy Ghost. This year, let us labor for the Holy Ghost. How do we do that? We should come to church and pray. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Come Lord, Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus was doing. That's why Jesus was actually escaping constantly. A lot of evils that were coming against him. So when he was about leaving, he said, Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy. Number two, sit down and let me talk to you. He says that, and you will be accounted worthy to stand before the Son of Man. When you pray, 
You labor for the Holy Spirit. Number two, you'll be accounted worthy to stand before Jesus. Am I boring you? Are you boring me? Are we boring ourselves? Because I counted with you, I need to say, if we are saying any to me, I will not pass me. We be saying, intimate to me. Number two, we pass me. In the name of Empire of Bonsu, he is accounted worthy to stand. You know, depending on where, who you stand before, eh? if you stand before um, President Nanakufado, you can talk confidently, true or correct. When somebody tells you that, oh, oh I, I was with Bishop Dag, and, um, and you know that he was with Bishop Dag, what he says, he, somebody who is with Bishop Dag can come here tonight and close us now. Am I saying something? Are you sure? Yes. Because you seem to have an authority because you're coming from the source. In First Kings chapter 17, verse 1, look at something there. Tell your neighbor that I have noticed that you don't like praying. Those who are not saying it, you are missing out something. Tell your neighbor, I have noticed you don't like praying. Tell her for me. I have noticed you don't like praying. And tell your neighbor that when prophet is leading the flow, you are always sleeping. You are not helping your neighbor. I said tell your neighbor that when prophet is leading flow, you are always sleeping. You see, people are not saying it. That means that they, what I am saying is true. Tuesday, Friday, just from four o'clock to seven. Most of us we don't even join. Ubenya, Ubenya said, "Prophet Billy do for prayer." How many hours do you pray in a day, brother? How many hours do you pray, sister? Bishop Ken, I didn't come for a conventional. I came by instruction to tell God's people what God wants them to know. Some of you, prophet is leading prayer. You are not praying. Some of you, you don't even know what I'm talking about. We will close around 11 something today. 4 a.m. pound, you must be waking up to pray. Amen. If you watch and pray, look at it. You are going to stand before the Son of Man. And Elijah said, and Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand. So Elijah was showing us how when he stood before God, he could do things. When he also stand before Jesus, what it means is that you can declare things and decree things. That's why I can stand here. Tonight I'm going to try it. I can stand here and command something about you. That thing should die and it will die. If I have not prayed, I can't do it. That is why I can stand here and I say, I catch that thing, I kick you and you fall down because I stand in an authority. He says that, and before whom I stand, there shall not be dew 
rain nor rain this year, but according to my word. You cannot talk like that. Recently, I heard Bishop Oyedipo say that Am Roberts came to his house, he and his wife, and they were sitting in the living room. And Am Roberts came and they didn't see them. If it was you, I said, if it was you, I'm sure when they come, they'll see you. Because it takes something to walk in that authority. Tonight, how many are deciding that you're going to be laboring for the Holy Spirit? We'll try it. Are you are you ready? Are you sure? Let me give you one more and then I can bring mine. Tomorrow I'll continue. Because of time. I wanted to download all the seven and then download another set, but I'll just do three. No, this one you will be here. Accounted worthy to stand before Jesus when you pray for the Holy Spirit, you'll be accounted worthy one day to stand before Jesus also. That you're standing before Jesus. That means you make it to heaven and stand before Jesus. Most people don't pray, you will not go to heaven. Oh, yeah. Being born again doesn't mean your name will forever be in the book of life. Revelation chapter 3 verse 5 says that, that I will not blot your name. I will not blot your name from the book of life. Those who don't pray, they are named the possibility that you give up one day and your name will be blotted out is high. If you like joke with that, what I'm saying. That's why you must labor for the Holy Ghost. You must spend hours praying for the Holy Spirit. You must get to know the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit should be your best friend. Number three. Labor for the Holy Spirit means what? It means you operating as a son of God. <laughs> eh? Operating as a son of God. Supernatural being. He says that look. It's a scripture we should all know. Romans 8.14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Or put it this way. For as many as are influenced by the Spirit of God. They are. You can be a woman. You can be a man. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are. Bible calls them the sons of God. Somebody wonder. Ah, is he talking about the children of God? No, he's not talking about the children. He's calling, calling sons of God. Who is the son of God? Let me help you understand. Job 1 6. Are you ready? Tonight I'm going to, going to touch you quickly. And my prayer is that the spirit of prayer would come upon you. Yeah. 
Now there was a day when the sons of God Are you seeing that? When the sons of God Came to present themselves before the Lord And Satan Came also Among them So who is the son of God? He was talking about angels Because Satan was a fallen angel So angels had gathered Before the Lord And Satan also came among them Rise to your feet And Angels gathered Satan came And Bible said as many as are influenced Or led by the spirit of God When you pray for the Holy Spirit Now you also become a type of angel You can't believe it all What he's saying is that when you are led by the spirit of God You are an angel So some of you who say that ah, Some prophet is calling himself angel In a sense it's not too wrong like he shouldn't call himself an angel But we should see that this person That is why somebody like Apostle Paul Who was a man of prayer For the Holy Ghost When he found himself in the island of Malta Am I talking to God's people? And then uh, when he was warming himself One of the sticks that happened to be a snake Bit him He just shook it off And then it fell into the Why? Because he, he was an angel he was somebody who was experiencing supernatural experiences. Am I talking to God's people? Yes. Are you ready to pray? Yes. I can't feel you. Are you ready to pray? Yes. I still can't feel you. Are you ready to pray? Yes. You see, as I'm standing here, I can even descend those who are at the back. Some of you are not even into the thing. I said, are you ready to pray? Yes. Ashes, are you ready to pray? Yes. of case and it's council branches please the Lord has sent me here to encourage you God wants you to walk in this life as a supernatural guy supernatural sister you just experience supernatural things you should be there and then you just know things me it's one of the graces that I have because I realize that because I spend more time with the Holy Spirit I seem to know things. I seem to know things. Before I became a bishop, not once, not twice, not thrice, that I will be wherever, and then I will just enter into a meeting. <laughs> a senior meeting. And then I just come and watch, and then go back. And then usually I will tell the senior bishop said, hey, how did you know? So yeah, I just was given the privilege to. To date, sometimes the Lord will just let me enter into somebody's house. <laughs> or just this. I can be there and I know that, especially those who work around me, I can be there. The person may even be in the town or whatever, but I know what is going on. One day I was there and then the, the Lord said that, you see, this person, go and visit him, go with your son. And then we just moved. I said, let's go. Around 7.30 p.m. We just drove. When we got to the place, I didn't, and I just got there. I knocked. When I knocked, a sister came out. I said, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, 
she was just wearing uh, uh, something. Uh, and, and the Lord said, you have finished your assignment, go back. So I just called the guy and I said, what, what is the sister doing here? So open it. Okay, that's, I'm finished. One day a sister came to me, she was coming to say hello, and as she was greeting me, I was about to greet her and even hug her. And then the Lord said no. And I said, ah. She was so standing here. I said, ah, I saw you go, you went to a brother, and I started describing the house. The house is near a school, and then the door is outside. There's a street in front. <laughs> you were with your smaller sister. And as I was talking, she started crying. I have sat in cars when the Lord told me this car is not safe, so get down. And I'll get down. And everybody will say, ah, they'll be insulting me. I'll get down. Even a plane from Heathrow to Ghana, 7th September. I, I was supposed to travel 7th September to Ghana, and the Lord told me the day before, cancel your flight. And I canceled it. I didn't know why, but I canceled it. On the 7th, something happened to the plane. I'm not joking. Pray. Lift up your hand like this. Have you noticed that when we are doing prophetic prayers, we say, we lift up our hands. What does it mean? Okay, so I'm telling you. Exodus 11.7. I want you to get it because this prayer we're going to pray, we're going to be seeing our hand. 11.7 or 17.11, any of them. It's a, it's a little number. In a church. Okay. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. So anytime believers, we are about to pray and we lift up our hands, it's a sign of prevailing. Can I your ladder? Amen. It's a sign that you are about to prevail. Prevail just over between Kunim. Ubedin Kunim. Mister, you will prevail. As you lift up your hands, you are prevailing. This prayer I'm going to lead you to pray. I'll first tell you to based on this, you lift up your hands. And then the second thing is that we say clap your hands. Clap your hands. Look, there was an all night somewhere. And then the man of God was leading. The people to clap their hands. And this lady who had been having a lot of problems, every time the children were sick, every time the children were sick, she just didn't know. And somebody advised her, why don't you go for this all night? So the lady took one of the children for the all night. So as they were praying, the man of God said, clap your hands and pray. And he said, as you are clapping your hands, you are slapping your enemies. Not knowing the lady's house help. Was a witch, a 
And she was the one who was causing the constant falling sick of the children. But the lady never suspected because she calls her mommy. Everything was nice. No suspicion. So as she was praying and clapping her hands, not swearing that as she was clapping her hands, the house help was screaming because she could feel the slaps. When we are praying and we see people who are not clapping, we become suspicious of them. We become suspicious of them. Some of you, you are a wizard and you are a witch, but you think we will not catch you. So, sometimes we say, lift up your hand. And then we say, as we clap our hands. And then you begin to clap your hands. As you are clapping your hands, any foul spirit that wants to take your life, any foul spirit that is stopping what God wants to do, you are slapping that guy in the name of Jesus. Sometimes it's a sickness that you have to slap that foul spirit away. Am I talking to God's people? We are going to do it quickly. These three things. Tomorrow I'll continue. But after I'm done, which is just about six minutes, two minutes for each, you lift your hand, you stack up your hands and pray. Hey, when you're standing with somebody and then the person is not spiritual, just move away from the person. And you're going to pray for yourself. And when we are done, as led by the Holy Spirit, I'll pray for people. And then we are done. Are you ready? Yesterday, if you took an envelope, bring it now. Come and put it here. You took an envelope. Father, according to what they believed and they gave, I command the blessing to identify with them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Don't put an envelope in my shoe, please. Yeah, take the shoe away. Before somebody says that, you bishop in problem. Take it away. Yeah. What key are you playing? Huh? See. Touch me with your hand. Jesus, touch me with your hand. Jesus, touch me with your hand. Oh, lift up your hands to the Lord. Jesus, touch me with your hand. If I were you, I'll close your eyes and me love to my heart. Jesus, oh, I don't want to go. Sing it to Jesus. Jesus. The same way I came. Touch me with your hand. Something is about to happen. Jesus, sing it Yeah.
children. Hey! Let my volume be louder than everybody's. I said in the name of Jesus. Something is happening in the realms of the spirit. Sometimes I must have fallen with me too. In the name of God. The coronavirus. Jesus. COVID-27. Also. Hey. Ah, ah, doctor said that hey, Anaju, we want to stop all those nonsense. Hey. Messi Anajui, we want to stop all those nonsense. Hey. Unless you don't believe in God. The Holy Ghost, when he comes, he's, he's our helper. He comes to help us out of these problems. That's right. He comes to heal us. That's right. Hey, look, people of old, our fathers who are dead, some of them were so bad in the Holy Ghost that they could not accept that they would be sick. It Good. was not possible. It was not possible because the more the Holy Ghost fills you, Jesus. everything must subject itself to the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So I stand here in my authority as God's servant, the son of the prophet Dagiwad Mills, a bishop, and I declare that anybody who is sick in your body, right. I curse it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I curse it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I curse it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Receive your healing. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord wants you to enjoy your restoration. Restoration. Some of you, when you are, when it's your message, the pain you go through, hey, hey, hey. it must stop. In the name of Jesus. It should be normal for you. Amen. Some of you have pain in your leg. You have pain in your waist. You have pain in your joint. You have pain in your knees. I cast it in the name of Jesus. Every sickle cell, I cast it in the name of Jesus. Every cancerous growth, I cast it in the name of Jesus. Cancer in your breast, I cast it in the name of Jesus. Pain in your head, I cast it in the name of Jesus. I cast the migraine in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And when 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 this, the things are being cursed, you must tell yourself, I will not allow you. Listen, this thing, there are evil spirits that are behind it all. If you allow it, it will be there permanently. They'll make their abode. Say, so you have ulcer, your father had ulcer. You have BP, your father had BP. My father had BP, and so what? Am I talking to God's children? Yes. Do you believe what is happening? Yes. God loves us so much. That's right. He doesn't want uh, us to go through a lot of the things uh, that we're going uh, through. Uh, lift up your hand. I say in the name of Jesus. As I lift up my hands. According to Exodus 17:11, I am prevailing. And as I clap my hands, according to the scriptures, as I watch and pray, as I labor for the Holy Ghost, as I labor for the Holy Ghost, I am accounted worthy to stand before Jesus to declare and decree. And it will happen right now in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and begin to say something. 
Hey! Somebody say we are being multiplied. We are We are not few. We, we are, are not, not few. few. You know, this this prayer you just prayed, what you say is what you have. That's right. Because when Elijah said, I am he that stands before the God of Israel, said I am commanding that children be read according to my word. Hey, hey, hey. There are some things you have to say. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You have to decree that. Look at your basenta. How people struggle to come. You have to decree that from this Sunday. My basenta of six people, they are all coming to church. My basenta of 15 people, they are all coming to church. You, you, look, look at you. By now, you should drive in your car. You must say that I am driving my car. I am driving my car. I say I am driving my car. I am buying a land. I am building my house. I am getting married. I am enjoying my marriage. I am traveling abroad. I am finishing school. I am doing my masters. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When I went as a missionary to Uganda, every day of my life, after my quiet time, I have hours. Hours. I was staying with this man, Mr. Furi, in a very beautiful home. We have a green grass. We have four plots of land. So grass. And I'm making, I have name it, claim it, and I'll be making confession constantly. Hey, 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 hey. The part of the confessions, then I, was, I wasn't married. I married two years later. Part of the confession was to start naming my children. So when I was not married, I started calling my daughter's name. So my first child will be called Angela. And my second son will be called Christian. Before I met my wife. So when I met my wife, I told her, I'll be making confession. My first child, the friend Angela. My second wife, friend Christian. So believe it. Do you understand? Believe it. And then respond to what I've said. Today, to the glory of God, I gave birth, we gave birth to a daughter called Angela, who is turning 20 years today, this year. Turning 20 years this year. And then I have a son called Chris, Christian. He, he cried and he surprised us. He was born on the same birthday as my birthday. Today he's taller than me. Only at the age of 18 years, his height is like this. But I said it. Me. I have believed and I used my mouth to say things. I have seen it. I have learned it from prophet. Prophet says that this is something God wants us to do. Use your mouth. We are too lazy as believers. We don't believe God. We don't pray. But when you are full of the Holy Ghost, whatever you say. Bible says that God is able to do exceeding, abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that is working within us. The power that is working is the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. So me, for scripture is I can't say some things, but I have used my mouth to say under the Holy Ghost's influence, I've used my mouth to say things that I've seen all of them come to pass, including material things. I can even command thousand dollars by tonight and it will appear. Jesus. Because I'm full of the Holy Ghost. If you are not full of the Holy Ghost, it won't work. When Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick and was about to die, he didn't rush because if he had rushed, he would get there and he'd call Lazarus, Lazarus will come. So the Bible says that he, he had to continue praying. 
And what was he doing? He was trying to get to the point where he will be full of the Holy Ghost. So that when he gets there, whatever he says must happen. So when he got there with his disciples, he said, where is he? They said, he's in the tomb. So remove the stone. He said, Lazarus! Come forth. Lazarus had no option but to come forth. When you are full of the Holy Ghost, when you are living for the Holy Ghost, you have no option but to say the thing and to happen. You look at the exam paper and say that you are having A plus. Whether I wrote something on the paper or not. A plus. There have been times my fuel was down and I was not near to a fuel station or I could not get fuel for at the time. And I said, Lord, fill my tank and he'll fill it. Hey, 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 hey. Your clapping is according to your faith. If you like, believe it. If you like, don't believe it. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I've used my man to, before we went to Israel 2011, I used my man to say, I'll go some. And then it happened. Went to Israel, went to Egypt, went to the pyramids, went to where they sell the expensive perfume. Small bottle like this, at the time, $2,000. I see you traveling, going and coming, going to Dubai, going to Singapore, going to UK, coming to South Africa, going to the US. believe it may happen too practically. Amen! Professor! Are you ready for the last one? I can't feel you. Are you ready for the last one? Yes! Are we wasting our time? No! Lift up your hands to the Lord. Yes, Lord. And say after me, as I lift up my hands. As I lift up my hands. According to Exodus 17, 11. I am prevailing. I am prepared. As I clap my hands, as I clap my hands, according to the scriptures, as I watch and pray, as I watch and pray, and labor for the Holy Spirit, I am accounted worthy to operate as the Son of God, as the Son of God, I am accounted worthy to operate as a supernatural being, as I clap my hands, I am accounted worthy to operate as a supernatural being. Begin to clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. As a Rock fire, 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 rock fire
So when they saw me, the other friend said, go and do the operation. But as he was coming closer, something, somebody said something, something began to convict him. And he said, he, he began to feel so bad that when he got to me, he could not do anything. And he's, he's asking, am I a man of God? I said, yes. And he said, he wants to change. He wants to change. He said, that is what they have been doing. They have been killing people. And he said, even the shirts that he's wearing, they killed somebody yesterday and this is one of the shirts that he has gotten. And as he was confessing, he said that the, the friend is standing somewhere watching him. But he has seen that he's confessing. So he'll go and report to the gang and he'll finish him. So he's begging. He wants to stay in the church. So we allowed him to stay in the church. We led him to Christ. He gave his life to Christ. And we had to keep him for three days until we release him Nicodemusly to somewhere so that he could just be free. But it taught me that as we go and come, you may not know, there are heavy protections around you because you pray. Amen. That's right. I declare over everybody who came to church today that the Holy Ghost will create a protection around you. That any eye that wants to destroy you, may that eye go blind. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449, 0540 77 49 41. Stay blessed.